In the last podcast, we saw how particles are arranged in solids, liquids, and gases. And we saw that in solids, particles are arranged tightly together. And in liquids, the particles are also arranged tightly together, but in uh, a disordered fashion, no long-range order in those particles there. And in a gas, we saw that particles were spread out uh, in no order at all. And um, we can't see on this diagram, but uh, the particles are, are um, zipping around, not bonded to one another, and just moving freely. So just uh, three examples of materials. Uh, steel would be an ex a solid example, example of a solid, and water obviously, a liquid, and oxygen, a gas. What I want to look at today in particular is what happens when a material changes from one of these states to another. For example, solid ice can change to liquid water, and liquid water can change to uh, gas uh, steam. So what actually happens during these, these changes? What happens to the, the particles? How do they get from one state to another? Now, wax is a good example to look at when we're trying to see what happens to a substance when it changes its state. Wax is good because uh, at room temperature, it's a solid. We get solid candles. Um, but at elevated temperatures, the wax uh, quickly melts. If we light a candle, the, the candle will melt. Um, at some temperature or other above room temperature. At room temperature, which is around 20 to 25 Celsius, the wax will be a solid. So we can do an experiment to investigate this. And here's uh, part of an experimental setup. We've actually done this experiment in class. And we can see the materials revealing themselves there. What we do is we take a small amount of wax, put it in a test tube and we immerse it into a, uh, a beaker of water. We heat the water and the wax melts. We want to see what happens to the temperature of the liquid wax as it cools down. Now it sounds like a pretty simple question. It cools down so the temperature must go down. But how does it cool down? How does the temperature change with time? Let's firstly imagine doing this experiment not with wax but just with water. We heat the water up and we allow it to cool down and we record its temperature with time. Now the difference between the wax and the water is that the water will cool down but it will remain a liquid as it cools from let's say 70 or 80 Celsius down to room temperature. The water won't change its state. The wax will change its state. So if we imagine what will happen to water as we cool it down uh, on a set of axes such as these, time and temperature, the water will start off at an elevated temperature here, and we will cool it down, and it will get cooler and cooler and cooler. And gradually, as it gets closer and closer to room temperature, the rate at which it cools down will slow down. And when it reaches room temperature, and 
this temperature here would be room temperature right there room temperature label that RT but if we repeat the experiment with wax wax behaves uh, differently because as wax cools down from a liquid it solidifies and at room temperature it's a solid so we see a different uh, cooling curve now initially the wax cools down but at some temperature it appears to slow down its rate of cooling slows down may even stop cooling down for some time before the cooling starts again and eventually after some time longer than my graph allows it will again reach room temperature somewhere over here so this one is the wax and the other one water big difference the reason for the difference it, it's to do with the phase change the wax changes from a, a liquid to a solid now the melting point of wax is around about something like 50 53 degrees I'm just going to write that in there 53 degrees here and this flat area corresponds to the time at which the wax is changing back from a liquid into a solid the particles are getting themselves organized they're rearranging themselves they're losing energy they're slowing down and they're grabbing hold and they're forming bonds and as they form these bonds they become more stable we can say and they release energy they actually release some of their bond energy and that energy keeps the substance warm it actually is um, turns into heat energy and, and maintains the temperature of the wax higher than uh, if it hadn't changed its state so the water doesn't change its state the water doesn't uh, form new bonds uh, the water doesn't release this bond energy and as a result it cools down more quickly because it doesn't have any extra heat to keep it to keep it warm the wax does form bonds the wax does release this bond energy as it becomes uh, more stable and this extra uh, energy keeps the wax uh, warm so the wax is going from a liquid state into a, a solid state it's going from here to here liquid into a solid state uh, and it's as I said before it's difficult to see what's going on on a, a still image like this but um, fortunately for us there are available uh, applets small applications that allow us to visualize what's going on and um, PHET interactive simulations of University of Colorado available at this website have produced many simulations and one of them allows us to visualize what's going on as uh, material changes its state so here we can see we have a container we have a thermometer up here recording uh, temperature in Kelvin uh, and inside this container at the moment we have neon uh, which is a type of gas at room temperature now I can click this to change it to water and we can see here we have 
water particles, Mickey Mouse particles. They look like Mickey Mouse heads. Um, H2O, the little red dots are hydrogens, and there's two of them per particle, and the blue one is oxygen. Now, at the moment, all these particles are arranged together. They're connected. They can't, they're not free to go wherever they want. So this phase must be solid. But if I use the slider here to add heat, we can see the temperature going up, and we can see the particles starting to rearrange themselves and move a little more freely. Once we exceed a certain temperature, the particles become much more free to move around, and we can see some of the particles are bouncing around in the container. Some of the particles are still stuck together. If I continue to add more heat, we can see that more and more particles will be free to move wherever they want. I can remove the heat as well. Below the freezing point, the particles are all stuck together. They're still moving, but they are stuck in a rigid position, and this is a solid. Above the melting point, we can see the particles are free to move around, to change partners if you like. They are free to move around in a given space and above the boiling point of water, particles will, will be going wherever they want to go. They're not restricted apart from by the, the volume that they're in. There's a lot more space between the particles. The names we use for the phase changes, some will be familiar to you, some may be less familiar. As we heat a solid, it will melt into a liquid. Melting is the phase change from solid to a liquid. As we heat a liquid and it turns into a, a gas, we say that it vaporizes. As we cool a vapor or a gas down into a liquid, we say that the, the vapor is condensing. It condenses into a liquid. And finally, as we cool a liquid back down into a solid, we say that the, the liquid has uh, frozen, it freezes or solidifies.